Welcome to Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, where I talk about my personal and my group coaching clients' experiences of healing our hearts, authentically falling in love with ourselves, and yes, finding someone better. I'm Claire the Heartbreak Coach. Let's take your love life and entire life to the next level. Hello, my loves. We are at episode 76, Why Can't I Find the Love I Deserve? This episode was inspired by a brand new client who, on her consultation, said that out loud to me. She wasn't asking me directly. She was just saying it kind of, this is the story that I've been carrying. She's been listening to my podcast forever. She was working with a coach and still working with a coach. And I said to her, if you're working with another coach on your love life, then I will not work with you. Not because I think I'm better, even though I do think I'm the best at what I do, but it's I'm not making her only work with me because of that reason. And by the way, I don't say that to be cocky. I say it because that belief makes me deliver and create value at an even higher level. So if those of you who are listening who are uncomfortable by my confidence, revert back to episode five, my heartbreak story, (laughs) and hear about how low my value was not too long ago. I really wanted this client to be all in on one coach with one process on one topic. I work with one business coach. It would only hurt me if I hired two business coaches, not because one is better than the other, even though I do also believe that I work with the best business coach, Stacey Bayman. If you are a coach listening to this podcast and you are not in 2K for 2K, I get no money promoting this program. It's unbelievable. And now I'm in her 200K mastermind sitting in the Ritz-Carlton in Santa Barbara right now as I prepare for the next three-day virtual event. Unfortunately, we cannot all gather, but I am about to embark on my fourth mastermind with Stacy because she 100% is the best life coach to teach coaches how to build their businesses. And if I was working with a second coach and also kind of doing what she was saying, it would diminish my work with Stacy. So that's what I was offering to this client. And obviously, she was feeling like something was missing because she said she thought this, you know, this coach was more affordable. And this client has listened to every single episode. This is episode 76. So she has been a fan of the podcast, which I love. And she heard me say, look, if you think that I'm too expensive, go find another coach. There are great coaches out there. And, you know, there was a time where I couldn't afford coaches, but I also, I encourage you go find a coach you can afford or go figure out how to create the money to invest in working with me. I do want to let you guys know, here we are. It's August, 2020 in November, 2020. That is the plan. All things going well. I will have a course that is launched that will be much more affordable. So I'm very excited about that. So right now, yes, I offer high-end one-on-one coaching I also have this podcast. I get messages from people all the time who say they took pen to paper and they slowed the fuck down and they replayed multiple episodes of this podcast and they healed their hearts and they found love. It's all out there. I give it all to you for free. Now, can you just take your life to an exponentially higher level with the one-on-one coaching? Because even with this client who inspired this episode today, why can't I find the love that I deserve? She really, she bought Brooke Castillo's book, Self-Coaching 
Coaching 101. I highly recommend that book. Anything to teach you how to manage your mind, but there's nothing like hiring a very savvy coach who can watch your brain and show you how you are getting in your own way. Even when you have the best of intentions, even when you're the most committed, even when you wake up every single day, I'm doing thought work, I'm doing thought work. We know you're doing it wrong, right? I have a recent episode when the work isn't working. The reason why you know that you are doing it wrong is because you are not yielding yourself the results that you desire. And then people want to argue with me. No, Claire, but I do feel great about it. No, Claire, but I swear I do believe that he's out there. No, Claire, I'm totally over him. Really? Then why do you keep comparing every guy that you go on a date with to your ex? You're not over him. It's not a bad thing that you're not over him, but you've got to be. You guys, slow it down here. I'm going to do a dramatic pause because I'm speaking real fast. I'm real fired up. You have got to be so fucking real with what your brain is saying. That is why I just moved through a river of misery for eight fucking weeks. Eight weeks. Stacy said I was in one for almost a year. So eight weeks is nothing. <laughs> because I was real with my brain. I didn't push my brain. I didn't force my brain into an intentional thought model. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go study Brooke Castillo, go get her book, Self-Coaching 101, go listen to her podcast, The Life Coach School. Go do these things. I give you guys access to all the free shit, including this podcast. Go follow me at Claire the Heartbreak Coach. I'm always sharing clients' ahas, my own ahas. Subscribe to my website, clairetheheartbreakcoach.com. I offer a free video. You just give me your email address. I give you a free video, three steps on how to stop wanting him back. I use the pronoun him because of my own experience as a heterosexual woman who has moved through heartbreak, but heartbreak is, of course, a universal lesson, and it applies to all races, genders, religions, and sexual orientation. So do not let that deter you, you guys. The information and the help is out there. And then if you want to invest in coaching, go find a really good coach who you can afford because I know that there are more affordable coaches who are amazing or go figure out the money. I also love Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass with Money, an excellent book. Again, the exact same approach about creating money and she's hilarious as well. It's the same approach, thoughts creating results. That is how I went from broke as a joke just over two years ago to creating a multiple six-figure business. And I will be scaling to a seven-figure business learning and figuring out how to serve all the broken hearts out there. That is my mission because if all these hearts are healed and everyone out there, every race, gender, religion, sexual orientation, but yes, my mission is to serve women first and foremost. I'm a little bit, uh, there's a little bit of a favoritism going on, if you will, considering that I am a woman, but I know men go through it and I know I have amazing male listeners, so it does apply to you. But if Everyone in the world knew how to consciously move through heartbreak and not let their thoughts about their exes or their partners fuck them up and not let their thoughts about themselves fuck them up. And if they knew how to consciously heal and consciously love themselves and consciously call love in and consciously engage, I really see beyond uh, this course about healing your heart, falling the fuck in love with you, calling the right love in. Then there's going to be another course about 
how to be in your ideal relationship because I've been very transparent with you guys. I wrote an article for Poosh, Heartbreak, Not About Him, About Me. I have an episode called heartbreak in your ideal relationship. I was moving through old residual trauma that was coming up in my relationship that had nothing to do with my dream man of a partner, but it was still coming up. But I don't fight my brain. I mean, I want to fight my brain, trust me. And maybe I start to fight it a little bit, but I've been doing this work for so long. I've been so committed to this practice every single day that I knew that even when I was in my river of misery and watching my brain and watching my brain shut down and resist and look for the shoe to drop and all the things, I knew it was my brain. And I loved myself and I slowed the fuck down and I wasn't forcing to get out of these thoughts that weren't serving me because it just felt so loud, so real, so visceral, so raw. These thoughts were so stubborn. They felt factual. The other shoe's going to drop. This is too good to be true. Everything's going to get fucked up. All the things, because I'm a human and so are you. And this is why I keep showing up for the work. And this is why this client finally decided to show up for the work with me. It was not easy for her to make this big investment, but once she did, she was so freaking excited. And she actually came to a bunch of ahas about herself after the consultation before we even did session one, which was today and was really interesting and really revealed to me why coaching is so powerful. Yes, this podcast, I'm so glad it serves so many of you and it's helping so many of you. And I know the work works through this podcast, but I see so clearly how the one-on-one coaching, and I believe that my course is going to really show you guys how easy it is to fuck up your thought work because our blind spots really... will convince us and our desire to not feel emotional discomfort. So we'll cover over with these very pretty sounding thoughts like, I'm great. I do love myself. I am beautiful. I am worthy, right? It's like robotic and generic. And so it was just really fascinating thought work with her today that she never would have come up with as she was committed to doing all this work and she was so frustrated. And it's something that I could really relate to with this client. And what I shared in a recent interview, stay tuned, I did an interview for Thrive Global, an Ariana Huffington publication that I'm really excited about. And I was sharing how, you know, my, you know, they, they asked me about my struggle with heartbreak and could I share a story about it? And I said, well, beyond the actual heartbreak story of being heartbroken over multiple Mr. Wrongs, beyond that, I think the most heartbreaking part was that I was so stuck and so sad, but it wasn't for my lack of trying. I tried all the healing modalities, yoga, meditation, Reiki, crystal healing, all the, th- the different things, so many different therapists, daily journaling, the artist way, morning pages, you named it, you name it, I tried it. And not, it was like little bits here and there, little glimmers of peace and relief, but there was not a one-stop shop all in one person that was going to say, let me show you how to stop wanting this person back. Let me show you what authentic self-love looks like. Let me show you exactly how to call your person in. And now I'm that person. And it's so much fun. Sorry if I'm piercing your ears. So this client who on my consultation wanted to know why can't I find the love that I deserve? And I said, slow that down, slow that down. Why can't I find the love that I deserve? And she was like, yeah, I mean, I really think that I'm a catch. 
And it was so fascinating to me because here's this woman who has studied thought work, Hasbro Castillo's book, has been trying and working it, hired a different coach, has been listening to my podcast, but she really believed that that question was a fact. Like she couldn't find love that she deserved. Now, she was actually having two thoughts in that question. On the one hand, I can't find love. And on the other hand, she believes that she deserves it. She believes that she deserves a certain kind of love. I think it's such a good question because I think it's such a common question. But what I actually want to offer is that it's a terrible question to ask because it doesn't serve her. And if you're sitting and listening to this podcast and you're like, why can't I find the love that I deserve? I would offer the same to you. That question does not serve you. It's very defeatist. Is defeatist a word? Now I feel like Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> Stacey's such a genius, and sometimes she makes up words. But it's a very defeatist mentality, I would say. It's that question is coming from a defeatist mentality. That would be the proper English there. You guys, my mouth and my brain are working really hard and going really fast right now. I'm super amped up, and I'm having a lot of fun talking about this. But yeah, asking that any asking any question really, why can't I? Right? It's coming from the the belief that you can't. Right. So really, her thought is, I can't find the love I deserve. So, you know, I really don't coach on my consultations. I just get a little bit more familiar and I talk conceptually about how we would move forward. And we decide on that call if we're a yes or a no. And side note for any of you who are listening, don't apply if you don't plan on starting right then and there. Don't apply and tell me that you're ready in November. Then I expect a brand new application in November because so much can change. My life has just changed dramatically in the last month. My business, again, has blown up on a whole nother level. Oh, hold the hate from the haters, but it really has. But I was also fucking miserable. And my business was actually pretty slow in May and June because I always think that uh, my thoughts create my results. And um, it was a lot slower during that time because I was in a lot of personal drama. And then when I cleaned that shit up, it was like everyone came in droves. It was amazing. So I never coach on consultations, but I actually am just such a dork. I was so fascinated by that question. And I'm like, so really, you have an idea of a love that you deserve, right? And you're looking for some kind of love that you deserve outside of yourself. But the real issue is, is that you haven't been giving yourself that love, right? You think you deserve this kind of love from someone else, but actually you haven't been giving it to yourself because if you were receiving it, it would be because you were giving it to you. And why can't I receive that love? The answer is actually very simple. It's, again, because you're not giving yourself that love. You're looking outside of yourself. And I know that this is so frustrating, and I really resonate with any of you who are like, but I do love myself. I thought I did this work. I've been doing so much work on myself, Claire. You would have no idea. I'm in therapy twice a week. I read the books. I journal. I meditate. I visualize. I do all the things. And like, it's not happening. It's because you have thoughts that are yielding you that result. And you have to figure out what those thoughts are. I don't know what they are for you. They're going to be different for everyone. But she thinks she can't find the love that she deserves. So what she and I are going to unpack 
as we move forward is, well, what is the kind of love that you deserve? What what is it that you want from someone else? And then we're going to be exploring how she can give that to herself. Again, everybody gets frustrated with that. They're like, Claire, I don't want to date myself. Well, if you're under my watch, you have to learn how to date yourself. I used to buy myself flowers when I took a five-month break from dating very intentionally because I decided to date myself and date my business. I was buying myself flowers all the time. I bought myself beautiful, sexy lingerie. I bought myself beautiful candles to set a romantic, sexy mood in my apartment. I totally dated myself and treated myself the way I would want a man to. And then beyond what's the kind of love that she thinks she deserves, then I would say, well, why do you think you deserve it, right? And how does it feel when you're saying that I deserve? Why can't I find the love that I deserve? I feel very much like it's a very graspy, needy, almost desperate feeling. And this is not in judgment to my client. I know she's going to be listening and I hope she knows and I'll tell her before this is released. I'm so inspired by this question. And I think it's such a, again, it's such a good one because it's one that we all have commonly thought, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Again, I don't think it's a good question to ask ourselves, but because it doesn't serve us, but it just comes from this like whiny, like inner child place. It reminds me of so many actors that I was surrounding myself around back in the day when I was pursuing acting. And I think I had it too. Like, I deserve success. I've worked so hard. I deserve this. It's my turn. It almost, you feel like greedy and graspy, right? It's just not the kind of energy or feeling place or vibration. Stacy, my coach, isn't into the word vibration. I love the word vibration. It's just not the kind of energy or vibration that you want to be in when you're calling love in. I deserve this kind of love. What if it was just, I just want this person as an added bonus in my life. I have such a full, amazing life. I am so fulfilled in my career. I feel so abundant. I feel so healthy. I feel so satisfied. I just feel light. And I just can't wait to welcome in that added bonus as a wonderful addition. Isn't that such a much better way to phrase it versus why can't I find the love that I deserve? And I'm being really dramatic. She did not sound the way I am, but hello, the actress in me never dies. So really, you guys, when you are you know, exploring and doing this self-coaching work and taking what I'm offering you in this podcast, which I love that you guys are doing, really check how you are speaking to yourself, how you are speaking about your love life, how you are speaking about your exes, how you are speaking about calling love in, noticing how impatient you are being, judging that the way you're doing it is wrong. And let me be clear here. I just said in a recent podcast episode called Why the Work Isn't Working, it's because you're not doing the thought work correctly, right? That's the only reason why you don't have the results that you want is that you're not doing the thought work correctly. So I, again, highly recommend you study the thought model. You study Byron Katie's work. She has an excellent book called Loving What Is. Byron Katie also has a bunch of YouTube videos. I also highly recommend Abraham Hicks. They're a little more woo-woo, but again, essentially what they're saying is think, feel, and behave as if you have the result that you desire, and then that result will come into fruition. And it might not look like what you think it should look like. When I think about actors, they're, you know, 
know, it's down to them and so, like her and one other person for this huge job and their whole lives are on the line and it would change their lives. It would change their careers. It would change their bank accounts. It would change their home life. There's so much pressure on it and they think this is the job and then they don't get the job and then they think that something has terribly gone wrong. Or how many times have I thought, ooh, I think this could be my person? Like, hands down. Now that I know that I'm with my person, I just, I, I was getting closer. It just wasn't the right person. But that doesn't mean that that was a relationship that even went wrong. That's another thing that a different client said. Uh, you know, when I go on dates that go wrong or don't go well, right? It's like, what if it's true that no date could go wrong. What? What if every date was a learning opportunity for you to show up as the future version of you in your ideal relationship? So if it's not him, it's like, oh, better get on the apps because I got to go find my person. While you evaluate the date, what worked, what didn't work, how would I show up in a different way next time, right? It's not that, oh, well, it didn't work out, so then that date went poorly. Now, I've had some doozies of dates, but now in my ideal relationship, I look back and every single one of them was perfect because it led me to the love of my life. And they make great, hilarious, entertaining stories. <laughs> really and truly, when you are in your ideal relationship, you're not going to care. You're not going to care about the guy that showed up 45 minutes late and never offered to buy you a drink who wore an oversized suit and told you that he was crossing the street, but really he wasn't because he showed up 45 minutes late and walked in with a Mountain Dew in his hand and never offered to buy a drink. That might have happened to me. I think that's one of the best stories. My boyfriend literally doesn't even believe it's true. <laughs> He's like, that guy can't exist. I'm like, he did. And he chewed my ear off the whole time about being a Hollywood producer. I was like, bye. I literally cut it short. I was so proud of myself because I always ask myself the question, what would the heroine of the story do? We sat there for like 30 minutes and he also slipped in, you know, something about knowing me really well. And I said, that's absolutely impossible because you haven't let me say one word. And he was like, I felt like I really knew you as soon as we matched on Bumble. I'm like, definitely not. <laughs> Have fun with it. Stop putting weight on every single person potentially needing to be your person. Stop rushing it. Stop pressurizing it. Stop putting all eggs in one basket. Stop believing that things have gone wrong if you are single. Stop believing that things have gone wrong if you're still pining for your ex. Stop believing that things have gone wrong if a guy acts like a total douche on a date. What if it was all neutral? What if you looked for the lesson in it? What if you asked for how every single situation is serving you? versus hurting you? What if you posed every single question to your brain from a place of a desire for growth versus asking such a self-defeating question like, why can't I find the love that I deserve? Figure out what is the love that you think you deserve. Figure out if you are giving that love to yourself, figure out why you think you deserve it and then come up with why you can't. You can't because clearly you're not giving it to yourself. And if you're arguing with me, but I am, but I am, I do think I'm great. There's something deeper going on. 
There always was with me. I was growing. I was healing. And and even in my ideal relationship, again, go back to that episode, heartbreak in your ideal relationship. I am with the love of my life and shit came up. Pain came up. Trauma came up. I was triggered by shit with the partner of my dreams. Someone had listened to that episode and she shared a beautiful quote that, you know, you keep growing and you keep learning and you get triggered in your relationships and, you know, most of them don't work out and then you heal and you learn and you grow from that and then you try the next person and then eventually you find your soulmate or your twin flame and the triggers are still going to come up. It's just the difference is that the two of you are going to work through them together and God bless my man. He totally rose to the occasion and helped me through my triggers he dropped me off to the Bacara tonight, and I'm just so overwhelmed at the Ritz-Carlton as I am about to embark on this next-level mastermind. And I just know every time I start this new mastermind with Stacy, every six months, my life just dramatically shifts and skyrockets on another level. And it freaks me out a little. And I got emotional before he left. And we live in the same place now. And I was like, I'm so overwhelmed by how much I love you. And I'm so overwhelmed by all that's unfolded in my business. And he just totally meets me where I'm at and supports me. And he's like, me too. And he's just so emotionally available. But the reason why I attracted him is because I did the work. I healed multiple heartbreaks and I fell the fuck in love with me as a single woman, loved my own company, loved hanging out by myself in my apartment on a Friday night because I didn't want to just be in bed with some warm body to make me feel good. And I'm not judging any of you who do that. Everybody wants to get her rocks off and have her needs met and go do that. I certainly have done that myself. But if you're repeatedly just hooking up with someone just to scratch the loneliness itch while you're telling yourself that you really want to carve the space out for love, then then your actions aren't lining up with your intentions and don't indulge confusion as to why you haven't found him. You're spending time with your fuck boy and not carving out the time. And people want to argue with me. Well, I'm doing both. I'm swiping. But if I don't have a date, why wouldn't I just go hang out with him? Energetically, you are taking up space with that person. So this episode is really all about awareness. How are you speaking to yourself? How are you posing questions to yourself? Are you posing them from a self-defeating place or are you posing them from a place where your brain is looking to expand and grow from them? Are they? Is it from a place of encouragement and curiosity or is it from frustration, judgment, and needy, graspy energy? You get to choose. You get to slow down. You get to change it and you get to grow and have amazing results because of it. You guys, I can't believe it, but I'm about to wrap this up because I think I made my point and this is significantly shorter than (laughs) my other podcast episodes. I know last week was really long and I went on a lot of long tangents, but a couple of you reached out and said you still really liked it. So uh, I'll, I'll own it. I'll own it. But I think this was a good one. Slow your brain down. Get clear on the result you want. And then get clear on what the thoughts are that aren't yielding you that result and how you speak to yourself, how you show up. Get so real with your brain. Stay with your negative brain. Be willing to lean into the pain and move through that pain before a clearing can happen for you to come up with the right thought. And if you are so stuck and you don't know how to come up with the right thought, go find an excellent coach who is very savvy on helping you with your thoughts to create your results. I hope it is me. 
There's information at the end of this episode to apply to my six-month one-on-one coaching program. We are in August, August 12th. I'm six months shy of 40 today. I turned 40 on February 12th. Very exciting. Where do you want to be February 2021? Do you know what I'm going to be doing in February 2021? I'm going to be entering into Stacey Bayman's very first $2 million mastermind, learning how to scale my business so that I can serve all the hearts around the world. So I'm so excited, but I need to do this mastermind and grow and soar and keep having the significant growth that I've had in previous masterminds. Um, The invitation is out there. Yes, it is happening. I believe it's happening, but I have to level up. I can't not coach for the next six months knowing that I'm getting into that mastermind in February. I have to keep showing up and doing the work and up level, up level, up level, feel the fear, feel the resistance, feel like I want to shit my pants every single time she coaches me. Truly. I shared that on a recent social media post and one of my clients was like, that's exactly how I feel every time you coach me. It's the best. It's worth it because the results of me being in my literal dream life to the point that I'm crying when my boyfriend leaves the hotel where he dropped me off to because I'm so overwhelmed with this beautiful life that I've created. That is also possible for you. That is what I want to show and teach all of you. So definitely head to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and apply for my six-month one-on-one coaching program. There is nothing like it. Yes, we heal your heart. Yes, we teach you to fall the fuck in love with you. Yes, we set you you up. And I've had a lot of clients with success stories about calling in amazing love into their lives, but you will see the shift. You will see how you are attracting these up-leveled people into your life because you are up-leveled. And that's not just what we will notice in the shift in this work. Yes, you're shifting your love life and that's the main focus, but you're just going to see so much shift in your growth in multiple relationships and in your career and in your relationship to your body and your health. This is a whole life transformation and I would be beyond honored to have you join me and do this growth work together. So much love, my loves. Until next time. Bye. My love, are you ready to stop wanting him back and find someone better? Then head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and sign up for my one-year group coaching program. I can't wait to put a stop to your broken heart and get a start on your happily ever after.